Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl Nakai and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting while entertaining, educating, and giving some inspirational thoughts and comments all about our experiences. Happy holidays, everybody! Whatever you celebrate, we cool with that. Enjoy this time with your family, your friends, your chosen ones, your intentional family, your blood family, friends, anybody. Happy holidays! Woo, 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 woo. And since it's the holidays, we got bills to pay and some gifts to buy. So we're from our sponsor. So if you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specializes in creating systems for businesses. Use the code WMB to get a free 40-minute consultation. All right. Welcome back, beautiful people. As y'all know, we start every episode with a either or. So this week's either or is Monopoly never again or monopoly every weekend for the rest of your life would say yes so if we're talking regular standard og monopoly never again the game is born if we're talking all of the different variations of monopoly that i will do every weekend for the rest of my life and do a different version of monopoly each weekend so for example my brother and i have at well when we were kids we had this closet that we kept like our board games and stuff in and we had monopoly empire which is where you could go around the board and you buy up different like actual corporations so you can like buy up Nike and you can buy up like television networks Warner Brothers and cruise lines and all that kind of stuff you build your empire tower and then whoever gets to the top like wins that game so that seemed as if it had a definite end those games I like I also like the Game of Thrones version of Monopoly. So different variations of Monopoly, I'll do that every weekend. So this is my thoughts. Monopoly is a great game to learn a lot of life lessons and understand how money works, how to purchase things. But at the same time, that game is so long. It's like eight hours for one game. And... For me, in my household, we're going to say never again. It's just too long. (laughs) And I get the different variations, but even with the different variations, I feel like that's still at least a two-hour game. And I'm okay with that. So I'm going to say thank you, Monopoly, for being in my childhood, but I'm okay. So... For those of y'all who didn't know, as of, I'm looking on, I think, a Reddit post. As of 2017, there were 1,144 variations of the game Monopoly. And that means it has Monopoly somewhere in the title. Or it's a variation, fictional edition, like the predecessors. As for me and my house, like Nakai, we will never play Monopoly again. I have refused 
to play Monopoly with children because it takes so long. The only version of Monopoly that I like was on the iPad and they no longer sell that version. So Monopoly could be flashy thing for Men in Black from my memory and I will be a thousand percent okay. That is hysterical. Clearly I am the outlier in this group as far as Monopoly goes. I do have a question though because does the Monopoly slot machines count? Because them hoes I'll play. I'll play all day. They do? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm playing Monopoly Cheaters, the slot machine on the one set bet. That game is fun. Yep, sure will. Also, people have been playing Monopoly Go and they are like like psycho level addicted to it. And I'm like, see that? I don't need that in my life. That I'll, I'll pass on that one. No, thank you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. And with that... <laughs> Um, thank you for that. That was good. That had I had to actually think about that one. I was like, ooh, let me put some brain power behind this either. One. <laughs> um, so y'all know we do a quote of every episode. And so today's quote, if y'all haven't figured out what we're talking about with games from the either or is I am sorry for what I said during game night from everyone because Game night can be great, but also depending on the games you're playing, you know, feelings get involved, emotions get hurt, words get said. Some people, you know, get, what is it called? Um, Tell me y'all ladies. As they both look at me like, side out, like, what you trying to say? Like, butt hurt? <laughs> I mean, I have words, but I don't know where you trying to go. <laughs> what are the words? And we can um, see if that's where I'm trying to go. Um, people can be more open, more relaxed. Um, Tensions can get high. They can become more agitated, more easily um, frustrated. Like I said, I have words, yes. but I don't know yes. what you're doing. That route. Yes, you did it. Y'all did it. Thank you. Either butt hurt, frustrated, agitated. <laughs> um, so, yes, what do y'all think about this quote? <laughs> I actually enjoy this quote because you could take it one or two ways or you could take it probably more ways than that. So you can be like, I'm sorry for what I said during game night because, Nikai, like you said, tensions and feelings are heightened and things get released that way in the competitive nature of the atmosphere. Or we all grown, even though I got a little. My game nights usually involve food and lick. So things could be said that aren't meant to be said because there are libations involved. And the more libations you consume the more open and free that mouthpiece gets there you go yeah i feel like game nights don't exist without some sort of alcoholic beverage of sorts whether it be bottled canned or totally made up one of the three i think this is pretty accurate i feel like this is on the same level to me as i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry because at this point i'm not in my right mind and there are other factors that are at play that affect the things that are coming out of my mouth and if you make a dumbass move we'll be playing dominoes i'm gonna talk about you but it's in good you know sports and I'll apologize later so my bad y'all the amount of times people have accidentally gotten called the b-word at game night <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> even if you don't even know the person like that it just comes up out of you <laughs> and you're like oh my bad I'm sorry speak on it because when um and I think I told y'all that told y'all this like when I was at um work and we were so we're starting to now like build some team do team, team building and we play uno at work girl again I literally had to catch myself because I almost called this girl a bitch because she was like doing something all of a sudden she hit me with like a two 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 and I'm like who the fuck about to pull all this <laughs> 
And so I was like, when she did it, I was like, let me take a breath. And I have to, like, you have to like take stop and real, you know, reassess the room and realize like, I'm not at home. <laughs> let me step back. And I was just like pulling all these cards. And I was like, you better hope nobody do a reverse. That's all I'm going to say. Game night ain't fun unless the be where it gets you know, inadvertently thrown out. That's how you know everybody's serious. Because, I mean, if everybody just, you know, having fun and, you know, ain't really serious about it, then what, what's the point? What are we doing? But when people get serious, oh, that's when you know it's good. It can also be problematic, speaking from personal experiences, when that word slip out, when you happen to be playing with children and they don't know exactly how to play. And it's like, I don't know what happened. It just came out and I didn't mean it, but like I meant it. But not because you're a child, but because that move is dumb and now you just effed up what I gotta do so sorry don't play with kids <laughs> girl or if you're anything like me I work with children of a diverse background so I'll be having to catch myself not calling them little white children iggas <laughs> cause the dumbness just has to follow by that word and so I'm at work catching myself because that is a trip to HR on multiple levels <laughs> So don't play with kids. <laughs> this is the moral of the story. Don't play with children. The moral of the story is don't play with white kids or kids that are not black. Girl, especially because with like you have the younger kids and I'm trying to teach them how to play. And so I'm invested. But see, you're just throwing out a dumb card like it got everything we didn't learn. You just forgot. <laughs> Now I want to snatch your cards because you you don't know how to act right and follow directions. You don't deserve Uno at this point. See, that's when you only need to play Candyland with them. Or what's it called? The uh, ladder game that goes up and comes down. Shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Those are the only two games you need to play with them. Or you can teach them how to play Sorry. But I'm going to not segue. But speaking of Uno, have y'all heard of the new Uno game that got coming out? Show them no mercy. Yes, and I have thoughts. This Uno game is because the social media people of Uno actually look at their accounts and see how Black people and melanated people across the globe argue with them every day about how the rules of Uno that come with the packet ain't the real rules of Uno. And the creators don't know how to play Uno. Let's take a minute and pause and hear how ridiculous that sounds. But we think the creators don't know how to play Uno. So in this Uno game, it has the standard skip, reverse, draw, too, but it also comes with the wild draw six for all y'all people like Nakai's co-workers who stack your draw twos. It has a draw 10, a skip everyone for y'all who stack your skips, a discard all, and a new wild color roulette that forces the next player to choose a color then draw until they get a card of that color. And they have many popular house rules such as now stacking will be legal, seven swap and zeros pass hands. I ain't never heard that rule. And when you can't play a card instead of drawing only two like the rules actually say it's you must draw until you can play that card. Thank you. Thank you. And I say that because every time, so when I learned how to play Uno, we learned that like you draw until you can play. But then everybody else is like, no, you only draw one card. You only draw two cards. I'm like, what are y'all playing? I was like, I don't like y'all little finicky rules. Y'all over here cheating. <laughs> and then like people are like, you know how like if you play, put a skip down or like a action card you got to put a number on it and like I'm like what the hell are y'all playing I was like listen I don't this is the problem I don't like playing Uno everybody has different rules and you have to set those rules up prior to playing in a group and then if you do and in the middle of it because this is what happened in family 
game. Ooh, somebody decided to switch the rules in the middle of the game. And so now everybody playing their own way and we don't even know what we're playing. So I don't know. Thank you for no mercy. But that draw 10, we need to have a conversation. The game ain't gonna ever end, ever. I'm gonna let you finish. But to that point, it does have the rule where the mercy rule. So if you have more than 24 cards in your hand and Uno show them no mercy, you kicked out the game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that she see, this is what happened at game night, y'all. People be over here like knucking and bucking. And, <laughs> and this exactly is how it happens. all starts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we ain't even playing the game. This is what happens right here. This right here. So I have a lot of thoughts about this because when I saw this, my initial reaction was, see, this is anti-Black. And this is this is why I say this, because whoever is being paid, however much money they are being paid to run the Uno Twitter account is always in people's comments like, no, those aren't the rules. And everybody's like, you don't, you don't even know how to play your game. What are you talking about? Like, be for real. This is how you play. And they're like, no, the rules say your rules this is how you play so stop playing with me so now they've come up with the game specifically with most of if not all of the rules in the ways in which black people have been playing uno forever just so that and added extra stuff just so that we can legitimately argue with people and fight the one of the last times i remember playing uno is when they came out with that damn um version where you had the switch hands wild or you had the blank wild where you could write in whatever thing you wanted to do do you know my husband and I almost broke up? We were dating. We were on teams. And I'm like, see, this is this is ending relationships. Y'all purposefully have made this so people can go at it and fight each other in the streets. Cause y'all know we serious when it comes to game night, which is why I say this is anti-black. And Will I play this? Probably. Girl, maybe it's not anti-Black. Maybe it's because all us Black people know the unwritten rules of Una. And they doing it for our non-melanated brethren and sisterin. So we ain't looking at them crazy. And so now they can get on one accord. And we all can play the same version of Una. But it's going to be hard to find this game because it is sold out. Like Mattel don't even have this version on their website. And I think it has already come out. So I'm like, where's the game who got it where can i buy does tarjay have it i'm confused see i feel like even with these rules that are now quote-unquote officially official even though they've been unofficially official for decades um we're still gonna be making up shit and playing in our own way because that's what we do and also i just feel like it's necessary when it comes to when you play games regularly or when you play the same types of games doing it in the same way gets boring after a while no so like you have to add a little something spice it up change a little you know tweak it a little bit to make it interesting hence why people drink because <laughs> those aren't part of the rules that's not part of the game but we got to make it interesting so that's what people have been doing so y'all could come out with all the verses you want to and we will still change the rules on you yeah because i even think of um when we played in teams we made up the rule of like, hey, what you got? Okay, it's your turn. Mm, let me slide you this card. Like we were sliding each other's cards to our teammates. And like, yes, I forgot who else we were playing with. They were like, you can't do that. That is cheating. <laughs> and we were like, that's not cheating. Those are the rules. And they were like, again, went back. Like, I remember this person literally pulled out the instructions. Like, where do you see that on this paper? And we were like, it ain't on that paper. This is just how you play Uno. <laughs> like, if you're playing in teams, I have the right to switch my hand with my partner. We are a team. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And then if you bring in drinks or libations, you know, Drunken words to me become sober thoughts. I mean, what is it like? Yeah, drunken words are sober thoughts. And we were playing a game. I don't know if y'all have ever played the game Taboo. 
Y'all know what that game is? Yeah. Um, Sunny D, explain the game a little bit better because I only played it that one time and I have a story when I played it. <laughs> okay, so Taboo is a, one of my classic favorite games. I thoroughly enjoy this game and I've played it on many a game nights. So essentially you have a deck of cards and you have two teams. So one person from each team will take turns and you'll pick a card and they have like a main word up top, like give me a word, like calendar airplane. or airplane, like airplane. And then it'll have a list of, I don't know, six, seven, eight words that you cannot say, right? So the idea is for you to give clues to your team so that they can guess the main word at the top so if the main word is airport it'll be a list of things that you can't say like pilot or you can't say um packages or or luggage or you can't say um first class or something like that so you have to come up off the dome at a certain amount of time because there is a timer where you have to give clues to your team so that they can guess that that top word is airport was it airport or airplane y'all get what i'm saying without saying the words on the card that's how you play it. it's a lot of fun thank you for explaining it and yes it is a ton of fun i played it one day at a friend's and i don't want to say a friend at a friend of a friend's which is my acquaintance um haunt a housewarming party slash game night and <laughs> so of course you know libations were going everything she split us up in teams granted first time playing this game really cool but when you have to be quick quick and you've been drinking the brain is slow and so, <laughs> um and so like the first time and this is where again i understand where you know feelings can get involved you got drinks coming your drunken thoughts are no there's no longer filters so you are saying some stuff so the girl whose housewarming it was, right? She was the one who was calling out the names or whatever. And so what she was trying to say was nurse. She said everything else had nothing to do with a hospital or anything. Yeah. And then her team, who which was the me and like three other people, we didn't understand the fuck what she was saying. And so she was like, oh, y'all are so fucking stupid. First red flag. Y'all already know. Strike one. So then she pulls another card. This card. And I remember, <laughs> I remember this because the dude next to me was like, how, how, how did you describe this? It was the sun. The sun. Look up. Just point. You can <laughs> And then we didn't get that. And she was like, my team is fucking dumb. I don't want them on my team. They can't get anything. That was strike two and three for me. And so I literally was like, you know what? I'm switching teams because you can't call me dumb and stupid and think we still cool. I don't care if you've been drinking or not. You done crossed the line. And then she was like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, you are sorry. But what we're not going to do is have you berate me. I don't have to be here. I'm an acquaintance. You're not my friend. I'm here because of this person. And so then the guy was so, because guys are so different when, you know, it's a lot of women involved and, you know, and he was just like, listen, he was literally sitting down like this and he was taking deep breaths and his wife was like, you ready to go? He was like, yeah, it's time to go before I say something I can't take back. You know, it's serious when guys do the Malcolm X pose. And when you have been drinking and you have gotten enough sobriety to actually hold yourself and be like, let me breathe because I know at this moment, 
whatever I'm about to say, I cannot take back. Yeah. And so later down the road, the girl was like, why doesn't um, Nakai like me? Why doesn't Nakai talk to me? And my friend asked me and I told her, I was like, well, do you remember what? And she was like, well, I was drinking and everything. I said, listen, I don't care if you would drink, drunk, whatever. We don't do that. Mm-mm, we don't do that. And I was like, maybe your other people are OK with you calling them stupid, dumb. And nah, you cross the line. I have a boundary. You cross that boundary. I put my you have a consequence. If you cross somebody's boundary, you have a consequence. You're consequences i don't care for you and i'm not talking to you have a good day have a good life as we've said there's really no at this age at our big ass age there's really no game nights that exist without a glass of wine a pitcher of sangria some makeshift cocktail that we don't know what's in it but we're drinking it anyway we know this right however comma we are also grown adults and we know that there's a certain level of shit talking that is acceptable for game night we know this we also know when you cross that line, see, now we're fighting in the parking lot outside because the, you can have the shit talking without the disrespect. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I can't I can't promise you that I'm holding my tongue. And maybe I can hold my tongue, but I definitely can't fix his face. I'm so sorry. That part. But maybe this is another reason why game night always is accompanied by a lot of carbs. Pizza, garlic bread, breadsticks, chips, all them carbs to soak up all that liquor. Don't nobody have game night with veggie trays and salad to make game night foods. Bring me the nachos, okay? If you coming over here with your celery sticks and your ranch, I'm going to punch you in your face. Well, damn. I know what not to bring to y'all game night, but make sure y'all have veggie pizza for me. I mean, you can bring to celery and ranch, but make sure you got some wings with it. You know what? You're not wrong. That's it right there. They better have wings with them hoes. Because I will, listen, I do love celery. <laughs> I actually really like celery a lot. I don't want that shit during game night unless it comes with wings. You are so correct. Because ain't nothing like some celery dipped in wing sauce. And I don't care what flavor of the wing sauce. It could be the buffalo, the teriyaki, the Asian, whatever. Great time. And a lot of fries. Like, what? We said carbs. Of course, we have to have fries for Nakai, for sure. She's not eating the wings. No. Would you eat like the cauliflower wings? You know they'd be having those. You you know they have them at Target and I like them. Mm -hmm. I eat those. So if y'all make me some cauliflower wings, I'll do those. Sure. Thank you. And then I'll bring the celery. If y'all make me those wings, I can bring y'all the celery. I'm cool with that because that's what it is at Target's Buffalo. It's hot and I like it. I'm like, ooh, give me the spicy stuff. I like the stuff that you like. That sounded so, okay. (laughs) Yes, to answer your question. Is that an Afro pick? It sure is. So ladies, <laughs> what I'm holding up for them are the cards against um no not cards against humanity but black card revoke and I think it was our melanated moment one episode but I have the original flavor X which is better bolder blacker the saved and sanctified expansion pack because we bless Holy Ghost Field baptized over here the black history expansion pack and that is the one that does have the afro pick on the, on the front and we have lip service by Angela Yee because we grow it sexy in this house as well which one do y'all want to play can we do cars from each I mean we can we would be I was just thinking of that. I was like, but we don't, I know you don't want to mix up the cards. So I keep them in an organized like pal. We had took one from one, one from the other. You know, when I was a child life specialist, the one thing I used to really love is that. (laughs) 
<laughs> all of our board games that had cards, we used to laminate all of them so we can clean them. Mm-hmm. And I want to do that for my cards. However, you know, that's expensive. Girl, because we all know I'm a different kind of mommy. I bought a laminator for the house. Because like with, with Alice's artwork, if you just put them in like a folder or something, through the years, it's get weathered and everything. So I started laminating his artwork and like his little school reports and everything else. For Amazon, I see the link. You? Because I'm like, wait. Because I guess I have to keep thinking of like the big laminator. But I'm like, even if you have a small one, like you can do your cards and laminate your cards. So then when you take them to people's house and everything, you can clean them afterwards. Because people be trying to touch your cards and their hands be nasty when they be eating. They be like licking their hands, trying to touch your cards. Gross. First and foremost, germs and bacteria on my cards. I don't like it. But before we get into these games, Nay, go ahead and tell them what it is. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, uh, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know, we keep it popping hot over here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com. Or hit up that little drop box on our website at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Black history. This is a a correct answer wins. Is this Black history? Ah, it is Black history. Correct answer wins. Who is the founder of Motown Records? A, Michael Jackson. B, Quincy Jones. C, Barry Gordy, or D, Smokey Robinson? C. Don't be Googling, Sunny D. I'm not Googling, I'm thinking. Whichever one Barry Gordy is, because I don't remember what letter you said. See, y'all got it correct. Burr, 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 burr. Are we keeping score? I don't know, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Oh, so this is just for fun. Okay, yay. Well, <laughs> we just okay, listen. About <laughs> ex- 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 explain the rules before, establish the rules beforehand. So we know how competitive we need to get or not. That's hilarious. Right. Uh, the next one y'all want to do. Churchy. Churchy. Praise the Lord. Saved and sanctified. This is a majority wins. In a sermon battle, who takes the crown? Jamal Bryant, Joel Osteen, Michael Todd, T.D. Jakes. Definitely not Joel Osteen. Sit down. No. Um, I feel like Michael Todd is too new. I'm going to go old school T.D. Yeah, I got to go with T.D. Because if you see him on some YouTube... Some YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Cause you sound old now. Oh. If you see him on the YouTube. If you see him on the YouTube, <laughs> um, the way he can break down stuff and like his deep voice, and he's just like, <clears throat> let me tell you about Paul and how Paul. Let me stop. Okay. Well, I mean, you know he had that sexy time CD. That what? was supposed to be sexy time. The lady, her lover and lord sounding oh. all secret gardeny. Oh. <laughs> About that, but TD Jakes, I can see it. But you know he can preach down. Y'all hear the way Sarah be preaching? Yeah, that is genetic anointing. <laughs> genetic anointing. Genetic. Anointing. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. Mm-hmm. This is majority wins as rules as well. How long should Comet sit in the tub before scrubbing? 15 minutes? An hour? When it's done marinating? 
when you remember to come back. When you remember to come back. We are the only people that season our bathroom. I was just about to say, I just know I season it and I'm like, okay, let you sit. Let me do all this other stuff and then remember, come on back. Oh shit, I can't take a shower before, you know, finish. Exactly. So I don't currently at this point in my life season the bathtub, but this is a childhood memory unlock. You put that thing on there. I mean, yes, it says to wait until it turned blue or whatever, but you don't scrub that stuff off until you got to take a shower. That part, that part. It's the same math that is using a dime size amount of conditioner. For who? Not for this head? Absolutely not. I'll use however to do what I need to do. Right, because does a dime size even get to the roots? No, that's not for us. Those aren't rules. Not on us. my hair. Not on my anywhere. <laughs> Okay, this one is funny. Majority rules wins. There will be no future except some sex if you found out your date was an Instagram comedian, a party promoter, a SoundCloud rapper, or a fitness trainer. Okay, read the question again. There would be no future except some sex if you found out your date was an Instagram comedian, a party promoter, a SoundCloud rapper, or a fitness trainer. That's all of them for me. Can I say E, all of the above? <laughs> I want nothing to do with the SoundCloud rapper in any capacity. Like nothing. Like no thank you. I mean, a fitness instructor is cool, I guess. Maybe. I don't want you to be in my um, life and just forcing me. Mm-mm, our lives are not the same. But no, the question is like, there's no necessarily relationship. You're just sexing these dudes. Yeah, that's why I'm like, fitness instructor. Yeah, I'll just fuck you and keep going. At least I know you're yeah. in shape. Hopefully you have the stamina. So I'm like Nakai. I feel like there is no future with all of these, but the one that will probably give you the best time would probably be the fitness instructor. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why a SoundCloud rapper on here? Just no. <laughs> Because they know, no shade, no tea. There is someone in my past that has, that is still a quote unquote rapper, all because no. I was a dutiful girlfriend and encouraged their hopes and dreams. Oh, <laughs> why did you do that today? Yeah. See, not all support is good support. <laughs> <laughs> I was young. In episode 93, was young. <laughs> How was I supposed to know they was going to use that motivation for life? And they had other people in their circle to encourage the foolishness. Mm, Y'all just perpetuating the delusion. They're like, Lord, all support is great for realistic dreams. Mm. I mean, they got a family. They got a family and like a real nine to five, but I still be seeing on the socials where they party promoting and talking about new music they have out in in our big ages. So what big age should a person stop wanting to be a rapper? Like, is there a big age? If they have not if they're not like titty boy aka two chains and they're not having a resurrection of a past career that was you know profitable i would say when you get 30 you got to pull it away childish things and that's childish (laughs) put away childish (laughs) bible out on y'all Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Wow. That's a good question. Here's another one. What would you do if given 40 acres and a mule? Quit your job and start a farm, sell them back, give them back, donate them to charity. Why are those the only options? I'm not quitting my job. And I ain't giving it back. Y'all owe us this 40 goddamn acres anyway. Like, wait a minute. That's how our reparations <laughs> like chip that's that not how this works. That's not how this works. We're gonna choose E. Like he none of the above. And none of the above. <laughs> I disagree. 
myself. I'm going to choose, keep my job, but I'm going to sell some of the 40 acres because what they tell us, the world ain't making no new land. So that's going to be worth a lot of money than 40 acres. But I'm going to get him back that mule. But I'm going to keep some of the land, sell some of the land, get back the mule and still keep my job. Because then I can build my dream house. You know, we talked about community living with the family and friends. 40 acres can afford you that. So yes, I ain't giving back them 40 acres now. Okay, I'm keeping my job. I'm keeping my land. You can have that mule because I don't know what to do with that. Can I trade it for like some chicken? Well, you need eggs and you can sell some eggs. You don't eat eggs. I don't, but I cook with them. I eat it in my pancake mix and my brownies. But have you seen unpasteurized new eggs? No, because I that's not my life. They still got like <laughs> blood and mucus on them. Next question. They Okay. What's the best vibrator? The shower head, the rabbit, the bullet, the wand. The shower head. Yeah, some people do that. You know, a yeah. detachable one. With the multi oh. beads. Oh. <laughs> you gotta put it on jet. The way she just Y'all, y'all didn't even see what they did. They said kind of like a Power Ranger pose, like a some people be doing that oh my gosh what an option <laughs> i heard it was a good time now the shower head the rabbit the bullet the wand i'm probably gonna go rabbit no not rabbit that's not what i meant the wand isn't the wand the bigger thing that looks like a massager it looks like a microphone <laughs> That's that Hitachi. It was like a microphone. Oh, what is this? Why do you have one right now? It's a microphone. Because sure. we recorded. Why does <laughs> she have the microphone right next to her? Sure, it's the microphone. <laughs> what is it that? What 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 movie was that? When uh oh cute dress. What movie was that? That um it was Queen Latifah and Sanaya Lathan, brown sugar, and they were helping her pack, and she was like, it's a massager from Brookstone. Brookstone sells vibrators. Y'all didn't know? As massagers. <laughs> the best buy version of, Sp- of Spain here sells vibrators. Media market, they be having that satisfier. Oh right? My God. And it's right in the checkout aisle, like where you get wow. the, wow. the quick pickup stuff. They know what it is. Wow. Wow. I feel like you could probably get some, at, like get one at Costco. A vibrator? I'm sure. I've been to Costco a lot. Now I haven't seen that. You know how powerful the Costco vibrator would be? Girl. Yes. Intensity. Girl. 1,000. You ain't going to be able to. That would be it. Girl. Mm -hmm. What is it? Like you just turn it on and before you like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Answer the wand. I mean, I have thoughts on that. Ooh, this is interesting. What's the most difficult place you have had sex at and not got caught? In a hotel pool, on a plane, Ew. at your job, at your parents' house. Or are we difficult? just going to pay the fifth one? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to pay the fifth one. <laughs> difficult? As in, it was hard to get into? I yeah. guess you define difficult how you define difficult. I guess so. I mean, you can pass. So not to incriminate yourself. Who? Why would I incriminate myself? Okay, um, never mind. I'm gonna say because my parents' house wasn't difficult at all. Um, <laughs> wasn't it? Just like it's easy to get it in, two it up, bend it over, feels feels fine. It was on the couch in the living room. Um, not in the living room where any and everybody yes. could come in. Now, it was, was it risky? What was well, risky is different than difficult because that I wasn't difficult. It was risky AF. Um, I think they meant risky and not difficult. Yeah, because the movies was also risky, and so was. 
husband's job. Okay. I'm more so risky than I business. am difficult. I was about to say, okay. Um, but I'm more yeah. risky than I was difficult. You better not touch none of them office supplies. Oh, no, girl. <laughs> I mean, technically it was outside. Okay. But it was at his job. <laughs> this is interesting. If your partner fingers you while giving you head at the same time, what are they doing? Belching? The bash? The vagina trap? The Q-tipping? Or the Venus the butterfly. All these names. Well, I have never heard this in my life. Oh, they have a formal name for it. These skills have names I never knew. I mean, if you do it well enough, I guess the vagina trap. Because then I can't go nowhere, and I just got to sit there and take it, right? Which is not a bad thing. Is there a correct that. answer? Oh, did you say Venus flytrap? No, Venus butterfly. Not to be confused with the vagina trap. Ah, um, can I get a hint, girl? It's the last one. The Venus butterfly. Butterfly. What the hell is a Venus? Why? No, I didn't make it. I'm just reading. Wow, that is isn't it just like well. that's funny? Like black people on game night or whatever, and they like, well, why? Why they gotta be like you? Like I'm just reading the cards. Don't mm-hmm. come at me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, last one, and we gotta start it out holy. We'll end it holy. What type Amen. of church might you be at if the pastor starts singing the latest rap song during his sermon? Non-denominational church, church <laughs> in the hood, black sliding church, church where the pastor wears Jordans, and this is majority. <laughs> Ask where the fat where Jordan. He's, Girl, my first he's thought was Michael. Absolutely Ty. wearing Jordans. Yes. Well, my first thought was like, oh, we at Michael Todd's church. That's the one right there. He's absolutely wearing Jordans. Yes. That that's a millennial pastor. Yes. He's a sneakerhead too. So definitely. He got on mm-hmm. joggers and Jordans. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. In the house of the Lord. That is a millennial Amen. church. Cause he used to be a, a music producer, right? I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because like most, that's why he always up there jamming and like, hey, 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 let me hit you with the Bible verse. Come in out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he used to be yeah. a SoundCloud rapper, and then he found Jesus. No, no, <laughs> no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's the one. No, that's the one. This is why I. This was the reason for my answer because what are we doing with our lives? Well, he no. did a lot. <laughs> He done turned a all white church that was racist into that just has That's a black person racist. at the head. And with that, we are gonna try. She said, "No, still racist. <laughs> she not giving anything." It's just like white people that watch uh, sports where the majority of the athletes are black. Like, yeah, that's every sport. like what we do for you. Like the entertainment factor. You don't like me. Get real. Yeah, that's me. every sport. Like even when, um, what was the name? Colin. And they told all the fo- uh, football players to shut up and just play. Y'all don't have a mm-hmm. say so. Mm-hmm. The new Jim Crow. And on that note, Sunny D, go ahead and tell them about this uh, newsletter. Hey, friends. Can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint podcast? Join our free VIP community for exclusive WMB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at Where's My Blueprint Pod. Can't wait to connect with you. I was like, what was I saying? And y'all, we are so excited for this moment of melanation. Moment of melanation. Moments of melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. We have an alley-oop 
from the good sis Nakai. So we are highlighting Urban Trivia. Urban Trivia is a group of friends who created Urban Trivia from scratch. They started out hosting their trivia game live all across Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex to provide a fun and unique approach to the urban social scene. This sounds fun. Once news of the pandemic hit, they turned their popular live game into a virtual interactive experience. As the game continued to grow, they wanted to see how they could expand their reach and allow more people to enjoy it on their own and play amongst their family and friends. And just like that, Urban Urban Trivia Card Game was born. Since launching in 2020, Urban Trivia has sold thousands of copies. Now people all over can enjoy this fresh spin on a classic trivia game that will take them on a hilariously wild ride through a Black cultural celebration. With questions that range from categories in African-American art, movies, sports, TV, music, and more, your knowledge of the culture will truly be put to the test. This game is guaranteed to bring a ton of laughs and nostalgic energy to your next game night, cookout, kickback, holiday party, or family reunion. And the cool part is it's made up of four Black men. Their names are Marcus, Brandon, Daryl, or Darrell, and Jason. How y'all feel about that? Sunny D, you know Black people always got different pronunciations of names. Listen, I have a cousin whose name is... Darrell and his son who is a junior we call Daryl and spell the same way exact same way (laughs) oh man um but I really 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 love this game one because um I bought this to support a friend because Brandon, I went to high school with him. And so when I saw it on Instagram, I was like, oh, and it was on his Instagram. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm gonna buy one just because it's you and I'm gonna support my friend. And so I bought it and I used it. um, We played it at my mom's birthday party while we were in a restaurant. Get this. I split up the family. Y'all, this side is one team. This side is another team. Baby, when I say they enjoyed this game, they were like, I want my own. I want my own stack. I said, why? So you can cheat and go through everything (laughs) before we play for the next family game. That part. And so the cool thing is, is that like um, they have stuff about HBCU. So like one of the questions will be like, which of the following was the first divine non-fraternity established at an HBCU? Was it a uh, Alpha, Omega, Kappa, or uh, Sigma? What do y'all think? And don't be cheating. Alpha. By default, I'm saying Alpha because my daddy was an Alpha. I know that's not the answer. But I'm yeah, saying alpha. It's not. It was the bros of Omega by Psy. Sci-fi. What was theirs? Girl, I'm not a day. That's what you just said on the card. Sure. Alpha <laughs> was on six. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I just know the news is 1911. Shout out to okay. James. Here's Ooh. another one. Y'all ready for this one? Yes. Who was a singing voice of Powerline in the Disney classic, A Goofy Movie? A, Luther Vandross. B, Babyface, C, Cisco, or D, Tevin Campbell. Why is Cisco an option? We all know that was Young Simba. Absolutely. No oh, way. Man. That wasn't Young Simba. Wait, which answer are y'all giving? It's Tevin Campbell. That's Young Simba. No, that's Jason Weaver. Oh, that same different. <laughs> y'all good, because I don't know. I ain't know that answer. Y'all want to do one more name um, or I mean, one more card? Quick aside. Speaking of show, songs of TV shows. 
Have y'all heard of Fern Gully? What? I love Fern Gully. What's that's a Fern Gully? Classic. It's an old one, but that song, like, I'ma eat you or something. They weren't talking about the animals in the in the swamp. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Mm-mm. That was a good, safe, environmentally conscious movie it was for children. No, it wasn't. It was Don't tell me that. I just saw a clip of the scene where the uh the smoke who is voiced by um the guy from damn it, I can't remember his name, and I see his face. He just passed recently anyways that song terrified me robin williams i absolutely love it no it wasn't robin williams character although his character is hysterical and i probably still know the rap of his song to this day if i heard like the melody i could probably rap the whole thing um because that's a good song but no it was a uh, the other guy from um um take your vitamins kid oh you know what i haven't taken my vitamins today hold on that's why my brain is not working what is his damn it i gotta look it up now it's going to bother the deepest part of my soul tim curry thank you that guy Thank you, Google. Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was also in that. That's where I was going with it. Um, he played the, he did the voice of the smoky dude from the machine that was trying to cut down all the trees, and he had this bomb ass song. It was kind of terrifying, but it was still like a bop. Anyways, if y'all haven't watched Fern Gully, you absolutely should because it is a fantastic movie. Okay, what's the last part? Okay, I'm laughing because I'm like, he wasn't talking about eating. Uh, okay, if the cookout starts at 3 p.m., you arrive at 3:30 p.m. How much food is ready? A everything b just waiting on the ribs c all the sides or d not a goddamn thing really y'all don't even have ice yet ain't nobody brought the ice or the paper plates you still setting up why are you here there is not a thing ready at 3 30 for a cookout that supposedly starts at 3 which won't start until 8 15 we know this dang five hours later yes that's not an exaggeration either oh man um thank y'all for playing the game i going back i really 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 like this game it was so good to play um with the family and it's like a true fun game but not only that like how they were talking about they have like the live game and it's an interactive experience all through the dfw area they really do and when i say it is packed like they sell tickets and typically they are sold out within a week and like it is the most amazing thing to get all of these black people together. He's on this mic on the DJ. Everybody's saying like he's reading the cards and everybody's answering. And then I remember one time they even had a fashion show in the middle of it. Like nice. it is a big deal. Like when they have their events, it's like kind of like a HBCU step show. Everybody come out to see and support. Nice. So um, I like them. No, this definitely seems like a fun game to do with a minimum of four people. Probably probably really good if you got like eight or ten like this definitely seems like it would be funny some of these i have no idea like who some of these people are but based off the context clues and being black my whole life i could probably answer these and do really well <laughs> mm-hmm. i love it just being black you can answer it yes um and so with that thank y'all um we are going to transition into our affirmation of the episode so yeah our affirmation of this week is in this game of life it's up to me whether i succeed or fail whatever is thrown my way i choose to respond in kindness peace and love i win regardless of how things seem i got this love that all i wanted to say is namaste everything is gonna be okay <sighs> thank you that was a good affirmation um thank y'all for tuning into this episode y'all tell us in the comments what is your favorite game or how often do y'all do game night with your friends and your family y'all can find us on 
um, all social media platforms, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon, Google Podcasts, and check out the blog for all of naysays at wheresmyblueprintpod.com. Again, it's wheresmyblueprintpod.com. And with that, we want to say thank you. Happy holidays. And we're over and out. Bye. Peace out.